0: Download the
1: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. A beautiful Saturday here in the DFW Metroplex, yes. where TexasLending.com is going to spend the next chilly morning discussing your mortgage with you. You've woken up this morning, maybe you have a cup of coffee in your hand. Maybe you don't have a cup of coffee in your hand, but uh, you put your alarm on at eight o'clock every Saturday morning to listen to this show. We're here <laughs> to bring you joy and happiness, along with me, Kevin Miller, owner and CEO of TexasLending.com. dot com. Collins, owner CEO of her family. Yes, and uh, Bob Bolt, and Good he's morning. the owner CEO of Texas A and M Underoos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, Kevin, but anyway, I'm. Underoos be- wear underwear. Oh. Back in the 1970s, uh-huh. yes. that you could have made in the form and fashion of your favorite sports team or sports character or superhero. Where do I order You it? could have Superman <laughs> under
0: Wonder Woman under ruse. Yes. Yeah. Superheroes oh. were the big thing for i
2: got to look that up. Yeah. You yes. don't. You oh, really I don't. don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. This is mortgage talk. Along with some sports talk and other uh, nonsensical things that Trust comes up with. <laughs> and so that was. Yes. a That you was. S- yes. You say
0: that like it's a bad thing. No.
2: <laughs> She's like, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And so we are talking about uh, mortgage rates dropping, which is an amazing thing. They've, they're down about uh, 20 basis points since the beginning of the year. What's 20 basis points in the mortgage world? That's, being, that's like going from 3.5 to 3.3. Uh, a lot of that movement spent this last week, mm. uh, th- this coronavirus, which is somehow All right, it's some, you know what it is? It's some collaboration between Mexico and China. Well, Mexican, that's quite a
0: distance where, for collaboration. Well,
2: China's <laughs> taken this Mexican beer and they've created a virus <laughs> out of it.
0: It's Corona it's, without lime.
2: And so, anyway, uh, that's people are saying that's weighing on the stock markets and such. And so, the anyway, the bond market's doing quite well. That's helping you in the mortgage world. Really? And so, we are happy to help you with your home loan in getting that rate lowered and getting your home purchase done. TexasLending.com has lowered its home purchase rates. We've always talked about having some of the lowest refinance rates in Texas. Now, not only that, our purchase rates are fantabulous. And you can call us at TexasLending.com at 972-387-4600, but that's also the text line. Yes. The text line, if you send in a text and you send us, here's what I owe at my home, here's my current rate, and here's what my home is worth, uh, let us know what your credit score is.
0: Oh, hey, quick question. And
2: we'll be able to tell you what kind of rate you can get and how much money you might be able to save on your current mortgage. Let's say you say, hey, I'm at four and three quarters, and we, and my loan amount is 180, and uh, you know, and the home's worth 300. We can say, hey, if you if you owe 180 and you have a loan of four, seven, 4.75, this is the kind of rate you might be able to get to with your credit score and how much money you might be able to save on your mortgage payment. That's all going to be done with head math. Uh, so it's it's going to be a conservative estimate, but if you send that send that text in, you also can say this: If you're driving around this morning and you're thinking about buying a home this year, what a great time to do it because rates are low. They're almost two, they're two percent lower than they were two years ago, uh, and so that that brings a lot to more affordability on home. If you have a four hundred eighty thousand dollar or three let let's call it a three hundred sixty thousand dollar home purchase mm-hmm. on that home purchase, two percent is $600 a month difference in payment. That's huge. That $600 a month in payment can afford you $100,000 more home than you could have bought two years ago. That's what 2% does on $360,000. So it's difference between being able to afford a $240,000 home or a $360,000 home. That's one of the reasons that home values are rising rapidly in Dallas. But here's what you do. Here's how much money I make. Here's my credit score. Here's my down payment ability. And we can tell you what... Say, here's what I – I have $20,000 down payment or $10,000 down. We might be able to tell you with your credit score, your income, and your down payment ability, how much home you might be able to afford this year and what kind of payment that might be.
0: And you will give a conservative guesstimate as opposed to a liberal guesstimate.
2: Um, Well, I went to a conservative (laughs) art school. And so – uh, if there is such a thing, uh. no, no. But so I will give you a conservative estimate: nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred.
1: They can also call into Texas Lending. We have loan officers standing by that can get your information and give you a real uh proposal a real quote a real (laughs)
2: quote not the made-up radio quote that we're going to give you but you know what it's less stress on the radio (laughs) it's less stress truth so before we get going tress is there anything you want to bring to our attention that we need to talk about today any any marathons uh well
0: i had a 5k last week that i didn't get to run because i wasn't i wasn't feeling well i was
1: sick that's too bad Mm. too many pancakes
0: no, Not a pancake thing. It's a oh. congestion thing. You know, with the wonky weather, you know, oh, hey, today's high is 79. I'm oh, Toronto's constantly, high is 34. I'm
2: constantly unable to run marathons.
0: Well, we uh, know. I,
2: I have the Bud Light virus, <laughs> <laughs> which is just different than the
1: coronavirus. Yeah. Well, here's what I do. I get up every morning and I run around the block four times. Yeah. You're running away from your wife? And then I put the block back <laughs> under the bed and get, get back in bed. <laughs> Bob that's the funniest thing you've ever
2: said I hope you made that up I did
0: It's like a a Kevinism though It's kind of scary
2: (laughs) All right, we have some text Already coming in Tress
0: We do we do are are you ready One
2: thing I want to say is what I'm amazed By is the word of mouth That you veterans have out there We have some of the lowest VA rates You've ever seen both for refinance And purchase and our VA business is going through the roof. And this year, you may not know it, but it used to be where VA had loan limits. And once your loan hit lo- limit, hit the VA loan limit, you had to have a down payment on your VA loan. They got rid of the VA loan limits. We, we, we won a couple VA loans this week. One was $600,000 with zero down on a VA loan. That is so cool. The other one was an $800,000 VA loan at zero down. And our rates... Rock. So make sure if you're a veteran, one, you know that you can do it without a loan limit now and get zero down and, two, and without PMI on it. And that we are going to beat most banks, nearly every bank, and nearly every lender in Dallas, Fort Worth, and or Texas that I know of on our VA loans. So make sure you call us to get a great quote. We even have a couple of TV commercials that are running now with the veterans that said, you know, I don't know, you guys just... Killed everybody on your rate, so we're out here for you, and we're here to help you. So keep passing the word. Trust.
0: Are you ready? I, I be, might. Be. I think you might be. <laughs> turn to the, turn to the question. <laughs> I think these people are looking to buy a home. They have an income between two hundred and fifty and three hundred and fifty thousand. Credit score of seven eighty with a down payment between one ten and one fifty.
2: Okay, so we'll slow that down a little bit. Their income is between two fifty and three hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's quite a spread. That's also quite an income. Yes. 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 So uh, they
0: <laughs> they had the two. <laughs> Very interesting so twenty
2: thousand. So, so they make a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. So if you just take a third of twenty thousand dollars a month, that's the conservative side here. They make two hundred fifty to three hundred fifty. So they make over two twenty thousand a month, right? A third of that, you know, and they they can afford a seven thousand dollar payment on a mortgage.
0: That's a lot of house.
2: It is. They'll they get qualified for a seven thousand dollar easily. A seven thousand dollar payment. They have a hundred thousand dollars now. I mean, they can buy a home in the millions here. Mm. And so they can get a home in the millions. Uh, I don't know if they're looking for an exact amount. Once you start getting too many zeros in my head, then, you know.
0: <laughs> warning! 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 Yeah! Yeah!
2: Yeah! <laughs> yeah! 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 So we start. So you're going to be getting a. Whole, you can get a million, million two, million four, probably and get a $7,000 payment on this thing with that down payment.
0: But do you really need a four-bedroom, nine-bathroom The thing
2: th- The one thing I do have to say, though, is with their down payment, the reason it wouldn't be a million-dollar home is it's it's harder to find a 10% down payment, for example, on a $1.1 $1. Million, $1. Million, $1. million home. Typically, you're going to put a 20% down payment. If you do put a less of a down payment there uh, in those situations, um, if you do put less of a down payment, sometimes the rate's a little bit higher. So that they're going to be able to get a nice home. There's a lot of home here in Dallas Fort Worth that you can get for a million. And uh I just did a quick, give, it, give us
1: a call. I just did a quick calculation on a $750,000 house with 150,000 down, that's
2: 20%. Yeah, it's 20 $150,000 down, that's 20% down on 750 uh and a 6,000 if they got a six hundred seven dollars home, which is still a ton of home. Yeah. Uh, depending on where you buy, you can get acreage out there. I'm talking a couple acres out in Lucas or something like this. I don't know where they're calling from or
0: Gladewater.
2: Or Gladewater, which was in our song. Which <laughs> I, I we've had that song for fifteen years <laughs> I've had that song. We've had that song. Yeah. Uh by Brian Burns. And I for the first time today I heard Gladewater in the song. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: couple hours east of us, just like Bob said.
1: Yeah,
2: it's, it's so a great, great place. But you know, on a on a if they did get, let's say they got a $750,000 home. They put $150,000 down. That's 20% down. On a $600,000 home, they're probably going to get a payment somewhere in there at $3, $3,500, something like this. And so they're going to be able to afford that. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, their, their taxes are going to be, you know, the, the one thing you got you to be paying attention to, and I, if you're out there and you're thinking of getting a $750,000 home, the new tax bill, that came out from Trumpy and his friends a couple years ago. The new tax bill that came out does have walls somewhere around $750,000. And I think depending on, if you start making profit on sales of homes over 750, I believe that's the number, you're gonna be paying taxes. Usually if you buy a home for 300, you sell it for 450, you don't pay tax on the gains that you make on that. But based on depending on your income and depending on the value of, of the home that you're making, talk to your CPA just so you know what you're getting into. There's also some things in the uh, Obamacare uh, when it comes to how much money you make and the home that you buy and the sale that you make. And so you you there are there are taxes that come along with Obamacare on larger homes and the money that you make on them. You need to talk with your CPA so you're aware of it. Just go out, take them out to lunch or dinner or something like this. You buy them what are steaks now? Seven thousand dollars per steak. You go out, depends I mean, on where you go. I remember, you know, just a few, <laughs> yeah, you can. These steaks are like 70 seventy, seventy-five bucks. Ooh. Buy buy that seventy-five bucks might save you some some headaches later on down the road where you didn't know you you had these tax liabilities. So, <laughs> but good luck with that. You know, that's a, that person's doing quite well with their income. They've saved, saved up a ton of money. Mm-hmm. There's are great opportunities for them. Trust. Do you have any more questions right now? We
0: do. Okay. Uh, we have like two minutes before break. You we
2: think, can do you that. Can do that.
0: Okay. My rental house is worth one hundred eighty thousand dollars. I owe one hundred ten thousand on a no interest loan from my family. Thinking of getting a loan to pull money out to put money down on another rent house. What are your thoughts?
2: Mm. They owe one hundred ten. Oh, a loan from the family. God, I said. How do you family. have a no interest loan? It's from the family. Right. Um,
0: they have a rental house that's worth 180.
2: dollars They want to get money out and to rent another house. And so
0: It's like a story problem. Well,
2: here's the thing that you got you got to remember. When you're trying to get cash out on rental properties, you're probably going to be limited to about 75% of the value of that yes. house. Which is 135000 on that. So they have about yeah about $25,000 in equity on a rental property. If you have rental property and you're trying to get cash out, you're going to be limited to about 75% of the value of the property on those things. So, uh, yeah, just know that they are in a situation where uh, there, there are some situations where you can get more money out, but the rates are much higher. Uh, but they can, they can do that, and there would be interest on that. So the one thing that uh, they might want to think about is this. They have a no-interest loan. That's pretty nice. That's if they try to really go get nice. money out, they're going to pay interest in the whole thing. If they only can get twenty five thousand dollars out of this, I suggest this: walk into something called a bank. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do
2: something called walking, <laughs> <laughs> and walk into something called a bank. <laughs> but when <laughs> you walk into that bank, try to get an unsecured loan, and you know maybe. And here's the other thing: uh, they want to they want to buy on another they want to buy another rental house, so you're going to have some significant down payment on that thing, on that rental house. Um, if you really, it sounds like they like this thing. Uh sounds like they like that. Sounds like they yeah. like the rental. The, they they have a, they have a rental with no interest on it. That's so great. They're renting it out and they're making some good money on it. Uh, you might want to leave that thing right where it is and just try to go get a, go go get yourself an yep. unsecured loan of some kind from a bank. It might be an option for you. That was about two minutes, Tress. It was like two minutes. You Mm -hmm. said like two minutes, so I guess that was like two minutes.
0: You're right. You did good, Kevin. You did good.
2: Bob, are you ready for a break? I'm ready for a break. When we come back, the text lines are open at 972-387-4600. That's also the number to TexasLending.com. Rates have fallen again, and uh, I don't know when they're going to get up. So the rates are ready for you to refinance. We are quoting our 15-year refinance at 2.75% right now. That's with an origination fee. If you don't want an origination, some of you will pay 3%. Some of you will pay more depending on your loan size and your credit score. But you can do a 15-year refinance right now. Many of you, let's say if your loan's over $180,000, you are probably going to be able to get yourself a 3% 15-year refinance if you have a 740 score. You need to call TexasLending.com. Your equity position will determine whether you have PMI in that thing or not. There's other things that will go into this. But they're the, lo- they're the lowest that they've been. The rates are the lowest that they've been in two years right now. So make sure you call TexasLending.com. We're going to come back and take more of your questions on the TexasLending.com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the Texasloney.com mortgage show. Kevin Miller, Trust Collins, Bob Bolt sharing with you the glory of mortgages, the thing you've always dreamed of, and with rates near their all-time lows again. I think they are at their all-time lows. They're right at their all-time lows, because uh, really? I was looking at 30 years yesterday, and they're under three and a half for many people, like 3.375 oh. on refis, three and a quarter on 30-year refis. Are you kidding me? Yeah. now It's of amazing. Course, it will depend on your, your APR, will depend on your loan size, your credit score, your your equity position, your... You know, a lot of different things that go into that. Your closing costs, you decide to pay or not pay. You don't know it, but you, the consumer, have choices. You have choices on whether you want to pay closing costs, how much you want to pay. It's up to you, really. Mortgage companies typically just quote a number for you. And we're one of those mortgage companies. We quote you our closing cost. If you say, I want to have less cost, you'll have higher rates. If you want to pay discount points, you can get lower rates. But it's all up to you, the consumer. And that's what we're here for, is to educate you. Some of you who listen to these shows for years, we've been doing shows since 2001, 19 years of radio shows, TexasLending.com, and a lot of people who've listened to us over the years, they know more about the industry than a lot of loan officers do or just getting started (laughs) in the industry. Right. Uh, So you can get educated with this show, and you can text us for your questions at 972-387-4600. Text us how much money you make. Text us what kind of down payment you have. Text us your credit score. We'll be able to let you know what kind of house you'll be able to afford. Uh, if you want to refinance, let us know your current rate, your current loan amount, the value of your home, and your credit score. We'll be able to tell you what kind of rate you might be able to get and how much money you might be able to save every month by lowering your rate. Remember this. You know, first of all, I want to say this. Two Five years ago, the average loan size for a home purchase loan in Dallas-Fort Worth was $175,000. Our average home purchase loan that we're locked this much so far is $260,000 in Dallas-Fort Worth. So with the average loan of a home purchase being $260,000 and our average loan size in general for refinances, home equities, and purchases is $240,000 now, that means we're going to start quoting off of that. What I mean, if you have a $200,000 loan and you drop your rate just 1%, that is $200 in interest every month that you can save. So two hundred dollars in interest every month off a of two hundred forty thousand dollars. If you go from four and a half to three and a half, if you go from four and three quarters down to two and three quarters, you might save four hundred dollars a month of interest. And you might be able to apply it towards the principal of your mortgage, paying it off faster, freeing you up from that thirty-year uh, necklace that you're wearing, which is called a mortgage. Hey, uh, Tress. Hey, Kevin. You have questions coming in from I do. friends.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Well, actually, she, I, my friend hasn't texted in yet. Oh, your so. friend
2: was going to text us?
1: Your yeah. one friend, is that what you're saying? I have a friend. <laughs> have. That's good, Triss. That's great. <laughs> one of the things I also wanted to mention is you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't want you to pull my credit. I'm afraid it'll drop my rate. Well, one of the things that we can, score, yeah. we can offer you, is an initial soft pull on your credit. It doesn't harm your credit. In fact, it doesn't even register as an inquiry, but gives us three bureau scores to go by to see where you stand, be able to give you options, because that's what we're in the business for, is giving you options and let you decide. What is a soft pull? If you're sitting at home, you ever get that thing in the mail that says you're pre-approved?
2: Well, you never had someone pull your credit. You never inquired. But you know what? They looked at everyone's credit score who was above 740, and they sent you a pre-approval letter in the mail. Well, we can do soft pulls at TexasLending.com that don't affect your credit score. Well, just look at your credit score. We won't know all your credit situation, but based on your scores, we'll be able to get you uh, some kind of a ballpark quote. And the other thing I've got to let everyone know, because I always forget to say it, is this. It's free <laughs> to apply for a loan. That's right. With TexasLending.com. And there's no obligation. Well, not only that, it's when when you apply for free, there's there's no cost up front to run your credit. There's no cost for a softball. There's no cost for us to send you a quote. So you have a quote. It'll show you the difference between what you're paying now and what you can pay. And if you ever decide, you know what, I do want to do this, then we'll get a full application signed. And only after you've signed an application and we have all your disclosures and you have everything there, then... You'll pay for an appraisal, and that's what you'll right. pay out of pocket uh, before you get into a home. So you'll pay an appraisal fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to collect anything from you until you close on a purchase or you get that refinance done. Texas, uh, we will collect for the appraisal. we got to pay those appraisers. They're out there driving around, and gas is expensive. <laughs> okay, Tress.
0: All right, y'all ready? You bet. Okay, this is kind of a lengthy one. I bought a fixer-upper, first-time home buyer, that I've put $100,000 into. I'm currently pretty cash poor, so I'm debating flipping it as I think I'd make over $100,000. If I bought it for two twenty five, put in a hundred, and can sell it for 450000 would that be better than keeping it and trying to leverage the bank to help me with a down payment for another house? I like this house and think I'll make money, but wondering what makes the most sense. I bought the house six months ago. I make 200000 a year. I'd like to be able to buy something around $450,000 if I sell this house. Do you think that would be possible?
2: Okay. Leveraging the bank. You're actually leveraging the house. Um, but they bought the house six months ago. Okay. So one of the things is trying to get cash out is going to be quite a trick. Uh, they're going to have some difficulty getting cash out if they just put the money into the home six months ago. Think 12 months. Okay. Okay. Twelve months after you bought it, you might be able to leverage the money on that home. Now if you could turn around and sell it right now, that'd be fantastic. There will be question marks. There will be some question marks by institutional investors who wonder why the home was bought for 225 but is being sold for 450 just six months later. There are some people um, who, who in and out of their dementia will still remember the 1980s savings and loan scandal. Where homes were flipped and land was flipped every two weeks, and you know for ten times the amount <laughs> later it was ten times the amount it was sold for just the year before. So what I'm saying is, if you bought a home for 225, and then you are going to sell it for 450, one document the work that was put into the home with receipts of the money that you spent on it. Now I don't know if you had a builder do this or a contractor, or if you had the contractor put a lien on the property or something like this, or if you did it. They said they're cash poor. The good thing is that they're pretty. It does yeah. say that they are pretty and pretty cash, cash poor. poor. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so the uh, the hundred thousand dollars that they used to put into this home, hopefully they didn't use cash. They used credit cards and they had invoices so they could show we put this what well, we bought this wood we did this, so that they can document that the work the work was put in. An appraiser will come out and appraise it. They would come out and say based on the na- hopefully you didn't overbuild for the neighborhood or or add on additions that. The other houses in the neighborhood don't have. I mean, it was a fixer upper, so it, it was probably in a neighborhood where there were homes that were in better condition, and they they put this in better condition. However, they uh, if they want to sell it, they're going to have an easier time selling it, I think, than getting cash out right now. Have to wait another six months to get cash out. There you go. Right. They'll have to wait another six months to get six six months to get cash out. So. Uh, that's, that's just something that, uh, that they're going to have to, and now it could be six, it could be seven months, but yeah, 12 months after that purchase.
0: So after the next six months, do you think that they should still, you know, I mean, you can't really consider it flipping the house if you wait a year or,
2: um, no, they can sell it now and hopefully sell it for what they want to sell it for. But if you're trying to get cash out of a home, you buy a home for 200 and then you're trying to get cash out next week. Uh, sometimes that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Yep. Are you ready for one more before the yep. break? All right. Here we Let's go. Let's do it. First time home buyer. Me and my wife make a combined $80,000 a year with both credit scores around 700. We have about $5,000 in savings, but with my job, I am able to use my 401k to take out about 20000 out for cost of buying a home. Would you recommend that, and what can we afford?
2: They make a combined eighty dollars so that's sixty seven hundred dollars a month. And uh, both so a third of that is gonna be thirty two hundred dollars a month, something like that. So so um, and credit scores are around seven hundred five K in savings. Okay. Okay, got got it, got it. So they say they have a four hundred one K. Now listen, a lot of people out there they say they have five thousand dollars down payment. This is the this is the thing that we got to think about. They have $5,000 for a down payment. Mm-hmm. For FHA, you're thinking 3.5% down. That's an FHA minimum out of pocket by HUD, right? The yeah, conventional minimum out of pocket for first time buyers is 3% down. Okay, so $5,000, and I buy you a $120,000, $130,000 house, right? Um, they have money in their 401k. Money may be borrowed from 401ks for down payments on homes, so they can do that. So listen carefully on that, because a lot of people, if I said, hey, you're going to be good with that $20,000 down to go out and buy yourself a home, well, the thing is it takes time to get money out of your 401k, and people will go put a contract on a home, thinking they're going to get their down payment, and then it takes some time to get the money out of the 401k. Sometimes it's faster, sometimes it's slower. It depends on the 401k process and who you're working for and, and, and the quality of the 401k people. So make sure that you know if you're going to get that 401k and you have your house, make sure you start that process pretty quickly. I can tell everyone that's listening, the two biggest problems that I see on home purchases is the, the in the mortgage world, is the loan officers tend to not read the purchase contract as thoroughly as they need to to make sure who's paying for the title insurance and who's paying for the survey and right. and the, oh, how much time of the option period is. and And so that causes some consternation sometimes. The other thing that people do is they don't have their down payment funds already sourced and seasoned. Sourced, where is it coming from and is it already in your bank account? And can we document where it came from? And that causes delays. Those are the things. And if you have a new purchase, the other thing that happens sometimes, if you're building a home, is you don't quite get all the the, the city hasn't quite given you the uh, the authority to move into the home yet. And those things you got to get that paperwork done. The main two things though are sourcing and seizing your down payment, and make sure the contract is fully understood. Those cause the most uh, upsetness of most people on, on on home purchases these days. This person. Um, And what can we afford? You can probably afford, with $2,200, you'll be able to buy yourself a a $300,000 loan. You'll be able to get yourself a $300,000 loan with the payment that I said you might be able to afford. On a $300,000 loan with your down payment, you should qualify for both FHA and conventional with your credit scores where they are.
1: Real quick, also, you might consult your financial advisor on that 401k withdrawal. There's some uh, uh, maximums that you can get, and also you've got the lost investment opportunity, pulling money out, and there may be some tax ramifications. However, they
2: are in a good position to buy a home. And hopefully they call TexasLending.com. for of the lowest purchase rates in the state of Texas with our home purchase team. who will get you fully pre-qualified. That's 972-387-4600. Go online and apply with TexasLending.com. After this break, we have more questions coming in. Make sure you text us. The text line for your question today is 972-387-4600. We're coming back for more after this on 105.3 The Fan. We are back in the com mortgage show, making making our friend in the booth throw up every weekend. <laughs> Larry has Maybe. to sit there and just listen to us during the break. Yeah,
0: and, bless uh his heart. I don't
1: know. <laughs> listen to us talk about pies. I don't know well, why. Well, yeah, we...
0: because the other day was National Pie Day.
1: Oh. And so I was having a
0: conversation with friends, and we were talking, you know, like, well, chicken pot pie. Is that really technically a pie? But we came to the conclusion that it was because it's baked in a tin and it's got a crust on it. And oftentimes they'll put a crust underneath.
2: Which then brought up the the word cheesecake, which should be called cheese pie. Because, because it's, it's baked in a tin.
0: Right. And it's got a crust underneath.
2: Sometimes Is it baked? Sometimes it's not. Even, so it's just a,
0: yes, they have no baked ones. Yeah.
2: But then that brought up the big question. Is quiche a pie? Right. Since it is baked and it is in a tin.
0: And it has a crust, doesn't it?
2: it? Doesn't
1: have to. It does have crust. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just so wanted to point out, folks, that we don't bake your mortgages. If it Bob, were the mortgage, the block joke was better. Oh, okay.
2: The block was better. Oh, okay. Like some
0: whipped cream on your mortgage.
2: All of our text lines are open at nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. We have a bunch of questions to get to, so let's try to get to some right now. This is the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Go online and apply at TexasLending.com. We have loan officers here right now. Rates have fallen. They've fallen uh, to lower than they've been any time pretty much last year. We're looking at 30 years in the low threes right now and 15-year mortgages in the high twos. That goes for some FHA refis, some VA refis, uh, some conventional refis. And your APRs will be dependent on your credit score, your load size, your equity position, and your closing cost, and whether you're nice. Okay, Tress.
0: Nice is important. All right, here's someone who's looking to refinance. They have a loan amount of 155,000. Their payoff amount is 147. Their property value is 177. Their current rate is 3.75%. Their credit score is about. That's a lot 66. of numbers, My head hurts. My head hurts. Okay, I'm not done. It's Saturday
2: morning. You haven't even got through the numbers yet, and okay. I already got a headache. <laughs>
0: They have an annual income of
2: $58,000.
0: Put your big girl panties on, Kevin. Come on.
2: Okay, now. Okay, they're, they're now, they're not They're not... They're actually flannel. They're actually flannel. So, okay, their current rate is 3.75. All right? Mm-hmm. That is the functional number we have to deal with. Can they refinance from 3.75 and save money? Their current loan is 155. Okay. And so they have a little bit of equity. It sounds like they're already paying some PMI on this thing. They only have about $20,000 equity in the house, okay? Actually, they have 30 cuz their payoff amount is 147. So they owe 140. I'm going to say this, if you have a $147,000 loan and you're at 3.75, if you could drop that, here's the thing is, their loan size is under 180. Once you get under 180, these quote rates I've been quoting, 2.75 is for refinances that are higher than 180. Once you start getting under 180, you're down around 147 here. They might be able to get that down with an origination fee down around 3%. Okay. maybe th- Yeah, right around 3%. So if they saved three quarters of a percent on their current loan size, they won't quite save 100 bucks a month in interest. I don't know if it's worth it for them to refinance. And here's the other problem. Their credit score is 665, Yeah. okay? So here's what I'm thinking with them. They don't have 20% equity yet in the house. Once they get 20% equity, they might be able to get rid of their PMI that they might be paying. Lower the payment, yeah. Yeah, and keep an eye on rates. Um, Rates this year have potential to go down. There's a lot of stuff out there. We're at a peak of stock market, right? And, and everything is maxed out. Everyone's maxed out on credit, and people are maxed out on, on putting money in the stock market. And so anything tips that scale, and, you know, people will pull that money out and put it into these bonds, and rates could go down. So I, I think you have some opportunities. Here's what I suggest. I suggest they raise their credit score from 660, or they're not going to get a great rate. And they'll have to go FHA to get a good rate at their current score. 665, you can get a great rate on FHA. Mm-hmm. Um, I suggest they try to get a little bit more equity. Once they have twenty percent equity, then get rid of the PMI and refinance, drop the rate a little bit, get rid of the PMI, maybe go to a twenty-year. Might be a great opportunity for them. Yep. Yes.
0: So, if you refinance, you can still end up with PMI. Yes.
2: Yeah. If you have less than twenty percent equity, right. unless you buy the PMI up upfront, mm-hmm. you can do an upfront payment of you can pay one 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 and a half, two percent typically up front in the loan, rolled it into the loan on a refi, on a purchase, you have to bring it to closing. Or some people can pay off the PMI with a higher rate. That might They might have a rate that's half a percent higher, but they won't have any PMI. Mm. Um, you need to have a pretty good credit score to make that a good deal. And so the lower your credit score is, the less chance you have of buying out that PMI. Gotcha. This person at 665 can do themselves a great favor by getting that score to at least to a 720. Go to annualcreditreport.com, annualcreditreport.com, to find out what free credit, you get a free credit report there. It's a government-mandated website, free credit report for you and your family. Go find out what your credit looks like, figure out what you can do to fix it up. We'll be happy to answer your questions about that here on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. You can also text us now at 972-387-4600. You can call our office now. Talk to a happy loan officer nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred, or you can apply online at Sunny dot com.
0: And they're pretty loan officers too.
2: Yes, <laughs> and and we are we are yes. <laughs> Sometime before ending the show, I want to talk about this high school basketball game I went to last night. Well, go ahead. Well, we're looking at new schools for our son.
0: Oh yeah, and, he's getting older,
2: and so we got to get prepared. And so we were out looking. We went to a, a Prestonwood Christian Academy again. They were playing Parish. Episcopal School last night. And that was a pretty fun game. I haven't been to a high school basketball game in 15 to 20 years. As a matter of fact, I've only been the one I went to 20 years ago. It was some playoff game somewhere. I have only been to two basketball games in high school since 1986. And so um, I went last night, and we'll talk about it. Anyway, I wanted to talk about that. It was a good game. It was great. It was great to see, you know, being a gym with everyone all excited. They had a dance going on after the game and there was flannel night so everyone was wearing flannel. Cool. And so yeah, I just so happened to have my flannel underwear on so <laughs> That
0: worked out great. I was I
2: was perfect. Was you fit perfect. in. Okay. I fit right in.
0: Is Nate even 13 yet?
2: He'll be 13 in May. Wow. Wow.
1: Teenager. Wow.
2: Yeah. Scary. Yeah, he's in a year and a half he'll be in high school.
0: Yeah, uh, have my condolences. It's very
2: weird when you're in 7th grade and you're thinking in a year and a half you're in high school because they're just a little
1: they're still kids. Yeah. You know, uh, you're going to fa- be faced with this, uh, Kevin. I've got uh, uh, two ki- grown kids, six grandkids. I noticed when they become teenagers. How they- are you sure they're your grandkids, Bob? Uh, let me finish here, Kevin. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying when they become teenagers, each succeeding year, the parents get dumber and dumber. I've been getting dumber and dumber. (laughs) But there's hope. There's hope because when they go away to college. My wife makes sure of that. When they go away to college, the parents get smarter and smarter. It's amazing. It's it's wonderful. (laughs) All right. It's
0: like a circle of life, isn't it? (sighs) Yes. All right. We have time for one more. The dagger
2: of life. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Trust. here we go.
0: This is from Chris in Colleyville. What is the earliest I can refinance after a new purchase? Credit is around 700 We owe $372,000, 5.15%. The value is 390000 with a household income of one hundred and fifty.
2: dollars Colleyville. Colleyville stays quiet over there. Does it? They don't get too involved, you know? <laughs> Colleyville. You have Bedford and everything around there. Colleyville just sits over there, you know, South Lake and all that. They're just nobody knows about Caliville. Never,
0: for Chris, huh? you Yeah, know, they
2: never speak up. But <laughs> Caliville just texted us, and they have a three hundred ninety thousand dollar household, and they owe three seventy two. So the good news is is that well, it's not good news. They're at five point one five. That's kind of high. They might yeah. be able to lower this rate by. Nearly 2%. Yeah. They can get that thing. If they got that thing down to a 15-year at 2.75, on their loan amount, if they say 2%, they're going to save themselves $600 every month in interest.
0: So what's the earliest they can refinance after a new person?
2: Depends. If it's a VA loan, they're going to have to wait a couple months, okay? They have to wait a few months after a VA loan. Um, on a conventional loan, they can refinance it right away. Mm. We had to turn a person down because they'd refinance seven times in the last year and a half. Wow. Every time the rate dropped, they just did another loan with zero closing costs.
1: All oh, those costs, Santa. and we had to turn them
2: down. We said because because the loans that they're getting aren't performing. A loan, a performing loan is a loan you get, and then, and so companies spend ten thousand dollars every time they write a loan. Yeah, and their personnel, and all the people, mm-hmm. underwriters, processors, loan officers, everything at closers, funders, shippers, wires, everything that goes on. And so, if you're refinancing it in a month, then it's just a loss. This person. If they just bought a home and they want to refinance it, one, I don't know when they got into that thing, but 5.15 is pretty high. Uh, they can get themselves right now and do a great deal with TexasSunny.com. Yeah. So look into it, maybe a 20-year at like 3.5. That 1.6, you're going to do some great things for you and your family on interest and maybe take it to a 20. Maybe have the same payment you have now and knock it down to 20 years. Maybe a little bit higher because you just got into the thing. It's a great opportunity for them. Make sure you call Colleyville, Chris in Colleyville. <laughs> Chris in Colleyville, call 972 387 4600 at texaslending.com. We have some of the lowest, if not the lowest, refinance rates in the state of Texas. They're going to like what they hear when they call us. And trust, do we have to take a break. We do. We, didn't we just get back from our break?
0: We did. We're kind of running a little behind. Wait a, a minute. The right.
2: Didn't we just get it? When was the last time we took a break? But it we're not was. broken.
0: Well, see, here's the thing breaks. Typically, we go at, like,
2: 15, 30, yeah. 40, 8, 14 45. 14
0: to 15. We just got back from a break. 35. Yeah, I know, but look at the time.
2: I know, but we just got back from a break at, like, 45. This isn't the first question after the break. No,
0: no, no, no. We got back from the break at, like, 34. We haven't taken a break? We have to take another <laughs> break. My
2: Lonesheimers is kicking <laughs> in, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too many loans. I don't write the Not breaks enough brain well. cells. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah. All right. The Bud Light virus, Lonesheimers, it all adds up.
0: Well, we'll have it's, the lightning round when we come time back. Time is flying. Yes.
2: We're going to take a break, I guess. When we come back, we'll answer more of your questions <laughs> on the com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. We are back on the com mortgage show. And we only have five minutes left to answer these questions because Tress... See, that's it. That's what I was going to finish. It. It's because Tress. <laughs> all right, Tress.
0: Because Kevin's long winded in his answers, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Lightning round, Kevin. Keep them short. Here Kevin, we go.
1: Kevin, you wanted to Here never talk about my wind. <laughs> there you go. On the air again. You wanted to talk about no
2: closing costs. Well, the person that had just texted in from Colleyville, they have a $370,000 loan. They could do a zero closing cost refinance and probably drop that rate by 1.5%. Probably. So they can just drop their rate and and maybe go back to a thirty year or maybe try that twenty year out. They might have they might like only having twenty years left and keeping a similar payment.
1: But a no closing cost just means the lender covers.
2: The lender would be covering. They can get that rate all the way near the low threes. Like they can get a thirty year down below three and a half. But if they'd have to pay closing costs for that, we would absorb the closing cost in the rate. That's what lenders do. Services cost money. Your companies that you work for don't give your services away for free. All the people have to get paid. We have to pay people on every loan. Title company fees, right. Yeah. And so, when they say zero closing costs, it's just covered in the rate. Right. Sorry about the wind. Go ahead, Tress.
0: Now you have four and a half minutes.
2: There <laughs> we go. Ninety
0: thousand dollars per year. Own a house with two hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars left. Bought it for three fifteen with twenty-two percent down. My credit score is eight forty. My current interest rate is three point five percent.
2: That person can go out there and just like they can sell blood uh, to the hot, to the blood bank. They can they can rent some of their credit score on eBay. You see that an 840 credit yeah, score. I know, yeah, right? That's amazing. So good job in the credit score. They're making 7500 $7, dollars a month. Um, they owe two thirty three on their home. Let's just call that two forty for rounding error. Um, because if they can save one percent, um, on two on their interest, their current is the problem. Their current rate three and a half. They had to get. They had to have got that loan like five years ago or 2013. That's when rates are around three. Unless they got a 15 year. Loan. Yeah,
1: unless it's 15 year.
2: They have. Um, you know what? They they are rates at three and a half. I don't think there's much. They're gonna. The 30 years just can be below that right now. The 15 years down around two and three quarters. If they paid closing costs and such, so, you know. You can make a decision if you want. If they wanted to go ahead, they have some equity there, and they might really get some money, cash out of their home if they wanted cash. But at three and a half, you know they're not going to save a lot. Of, if they save half a percent on their
1: rate, they'd save a hundred bucks a month in interest. So on their loan size of two thirty three, so if they get a little cash out, even though the rate would be higher on a cash out loan, they may be able to pay off a lot of debt if they have it. If they have debt, which could improve their cash flow. Yep. So if you have debt... Oh, it's a
0: 30-year fixed. If they're in a 30-year,
2: if they have a 30-year, they probably got that thing in 2013, if that's a 30-year. The 30-years haven't been at three and a half in a long time. Right. Yeah. So anyway, good good job for you. They were right around there, though, right before uh, uh, Trump got elected. They were right around there. So um, anyway, my point is it sounds like just keep your ears posted to this show. If rates go down another quarter percent and they can get a 15-year at two and a half... That might be an idea for them. Okay, Tress. All right.
0: Do you always have to pay money when you refinance your home?
2: Why would I pay money if they refinance their home?
0: Kevin, you are running out of time, dear. <laughs>
2: they did ask if I would pay money if they refinance. Do you always pay money when you refinance your home? For an appraisal, there you typically. Go. Unless you're doing a streamlined VA refinance or a streamlined FHA refinance. You you don't have always have to have an appraisal on a VA or a FHA refinance, um, but on a conventional you're going to get you're going to have an appraisal and you will pay money for that appraisal and it will be out of pocket and it's typically around five hundred dollars, and so you can try that. Tr- and that
1: uh, Bob and that's usually the only out of pocket cost on it.
2: Yep. Uh, Trust. We only have thirty seconds left, so if you want to say anything to people out there that uh, you hate, you can say it now.
0: If you have anyone,
2: anyone that you love, you can say it now.
0: Thanks, Kevin. Well, I don't really hate anybody, but I love my hubby He's not listening. Hey, hubby, I love you. <laughs>
2: uh, and he's not listening. Bob, you <laughs> yeah. have, 15 se- you have four, four seconds, Bob. Too late, too uh, late Bob. We've got to get out of here. We'll see you I next week. I love that text- football. Texas We'll going to show on 105.3 The Fan.